Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are a chill third edition tabletop RPG actual play podcast using the chill third edition rule set based in the modern day Chicago land world. I am your sweet little baby boy chillmaster, and your players are Robert playing Wesley Hung, Derek playing Raph Haywood, and Anna playing Mavis. And we have just wrapped up case 12 and we are hopping into a little level up session because uh, at the end of each case the envoys are given points even development points depending on some criteria like monsters and if they completed the case if they were successful etc etc it's basically up to my discretion um, and this time around I gave them four points to kind of play around with and they can use these points to get rid of most drawbacks add edges uh, add points to their attributes or uh, train a skill or also gain a specialty which are like subsets of skills um and then even they could get like the art which is like the magic of this universe so that's what we're doing here so how we do it if this is somehow your first episode is uh, well, we want to start on but welcome um how we do it is we don't have a flash forward like normal um we we go player to player and they tell me what their character is gaining or losing and they pick an npc uh because when they picked um when they created the hq they picked like understaffed but like overfunded um, so, like, all the staff they had were, like, veterans. Um, so, the, uh, most of the NPCs in the HQ have, like, a lot of knowledge and wisdom to share. Um, so, well, they pick one, and then we, we fucking... We, it was basically just, like, winging it, because I don't have any idea what they're <laughs> who they're going to pick. Are we still understaffed? I feel uh, like... No. I feel like we, ac- no. we acquire so... We've acquired so many people. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. No. Yeah. No. Creating jobs across America. Yeah. Technically, that's gone. <laughs> So I think maybe in between seasons we do something with we that. might like like redo that's fair like some aspects of the character sheet creation. I forgot that we started at that. Yeah, you're also a lost HQ because there's three <laughs> types of HQs: yes. lost, cell, and traditional. Yes, I think and we started off with like six NPCs. We d- I think we did. We've got like thirty. <laughs> uh, yes, because it was it was literally like. There was literally six people before you guys joined, and they they had you you four join, mm-hmm. well you and Anson join, and then there was another team they hired. Yeah, uh, so they added a ten people in that round because there's also Sydney and and Mark. So yeah, that when it was still underfunded technically, Oof. but now uh, every position is basically filled except a few odd ones, and there's two and a half teams. Yeah. Oh, three and a half teams. Excuse me. Look at us go. We still uh, have a company credit card. We do. I mean, yeah. So it's great. We don't use it very often, but our shopping trips are fun when we do make them. It was nice for me because I don't have to worry about money mm-hmm. in this game. It's not like you can buy anything you want, but right, it has to be approved, but. Yeah, especially after that one time where Robert, <laughs> Robert's character decided to buy every single Disney, every Disney movie. movie, and then the next like six mo- six months later, Disney Plus happened. So, um, perfect Oops. timing. 
<laughs> what is this charge for like twelve hundred dollars? Oh, well, that was we had to have that conversation. I had to have that conversation. I had to have a, a boss conversation with Wesley. You could just stream all of it now. Why did you do this? <laughs> but yeah, so that's where we're at. Uh, instead of hopping into the first player first, let's put a little wrap in the conversation we had at the end of last episode, which was with Grim Rosenberg, uh, the team, and the two shark people named, I think, like, Michael and, like, her name was, like, Danielle or something. Yeah, I think that sounds right. <laughs> they were two shark people that were twisted into, well, two people that were twisted into shark people from a, a water hag. With that had like extra power from I don't know who <laughs> say his name say it Jason Bourne <laughs> <laughs> but okay I guess we'll hop into that yes so the, the scene uh, comes to uh, Mavis you are standing uh, like next to Grim who just told you what the situation is Rosenberg has like a loaded shotgun in his hand kind of just at the ready because these creatures are out of the cube which is like this specifically designed cube by Rosenberg that nullifies ma uh, magic and is like stronger than bulletproof, gla ugh, bulletproof glass and um, Wesley and uh, Raph you are also you a little behind Mavis but you were heading there to get uh, your injuries checked out or you know, you didn't. Some of you didn't have injuries, but you still are required to go at least speak with Rosenberg. Mm -hmm. And you two kind of just come into the end of that conversation of Grim saying, of Rosenberg saying that we can either kill them or contact the den. And then he continues and says, "I have uh, run every zest I can do. Uh, this is out of my specialty, and I lack the proper uh, resources to really." helped them so and then you guys walk in the room as like you hear him saying that yes well if you guys are worried about having to contact save i have a, a, a save contact at a different at a different location so we don't have to don't have to break our silence um you see there's like a a silence kind of like a pungent silence kind of fills the room the only thing you hear is just like the heavy breathing and like gills shifting from the shark people. And Grim pipes up and says, Eventually we will be discovered. Which will be an unfortunate symptom of us growing and making change in Chicago. The other HQs will notice. They are not dumb. Right. Maybe we should vote on it. I mean, I'm I'm pretty new to this. I, what does that mean? Like opening this up to everybody. So we have not been in contact with the other save organizations across the entire world in several years. There was a giant downfall that killed most everybody here. Uh, everybody else pretty much disappeared and the entire Midwest except the Milwaukee HQ was destroyed breaking our silence informs other save agencies that we're here but it also confirms with any unknown that we are back well don't they already know that you're already here probably but it just confirms it I don't okay. see nothing wrong with that. We can just put it in their face and say, hey, we're here. Watch we can, out. We can call a meeting and ask everyone. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, whatever. I'm the, new guy. I'm the little guy on the totem pole. I don't, I don't think I should be making these decisions. I just think we should do whatever we can to help these people. People? People out. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll send us resources and... Okay. Our libraries are a little outdated still. Are they? Yes. Oh. Well, they haven't been updated since 2013. Well, late 2013. 
and uh, we lost a lot of it in the fires. Okay. Yeah. But yes, we can have, I can have, uh, I can go speak with Richard and we can have a meeting um, and we can ask everyone and have a, a group vote and then have, you know, a democracy or whatever if you want to say it. it confuses me. Save HQs I grew up with were more a traditional where there was one man or woman in charge and they made the decisions. Um, so this is new to me. Uh, it does feel nice being heard, but it also causes slow, slow decisions. So well, yeah, HQ is not going anywhere. Yeah, for being slow. I uh, say we do it. I like did, people. You didn't get it. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, mean, I got it. I That's my vote. Okay. Yep, it matters. All right, uh, so they... It does. It does matter. The two... Well, Rosenberg places the people back... Well, the shark people back into their... The cube. And, uh, you know, goes to Richard. And Richard uh, informs Todd to make an announcement to have everyone, you know, meet in the commons to have a vote. Um, Richard does not seem happy with this is even being considered. Uh, he looks very bad. <laughs> he uh, looks like he hasn't showered in a few days. Like a 10 o'clock shadow. Poor Richard. <laughs> um, looks pretty drunk. <laughs> um, but as a functioning alcoholic, he seems to be hand Like, you know, he's not like stumbling or anything. You can just kind of tell in his eyes that they're a little glazed over. Um, and he calls it, I guess... I have to do some fucking figuring out of all the NPCs what they what they would do. So, this is uh this is gonna be what I, how I'm gonna spend my point. Ooh, okay. You guys are gonna help me spend my point. Sure. So I am getting rid of my drawback naive. Okay. Which hold on and I'll read it for everybody that doesn't know what it is. Um, because it screws me over a lot, and I like getting rid of it. Okay. So hope can be critical in the fight against the horrors and the in the world but blind trust in things around you will make things worse not better you don't think about what you put your faith in instead you tend to close your eyes and hope everything gets better when confronted with horrible things your thin veneer of hope is utterly shattered and it keeps getting harder to pick up the pieces but maybe next time you stick your head in the sand it'll be okay and i took four which is the highest (laughs) level (laughs) so whenever i take a, a horror trauma trauma rank of all in horror resolves it's automatically an increase of one. Oh my god. So it's really been messing me up cuz like I have to do them basically every time oh I my use god. my post cognition <laughs> skill. <laughs> self sabotage. So self sabotage. So I'm going to I'm going to we're going to walk me through not sure. being naive. You sure. have all opened my eyes to this. Right. Frank. Yeah. He's technically still part of the HQ. Oh, what yeah. is he for or against it? He's he's for opening it up. Okay. Bring all the people under one, uh, one save emblem. So that that case went pretty bad. I mean, I know we we got through it, but I mean, we did get a guy killed. It's part sucks. of the job, man. It's part of the job. Yep. Is that your attitude too. No, Wesley. I mean, part of the job. No, he's wasn't a great guy, but I mean. I mean, we try not to, obviously. But I mean, they, if they set traps, I mean, and, you know, how is he gonna know? You know, I mean, we could have looked for traps, but I mean, I'm glad that you were with me, helping me out, because I would have fallen off that building. Well, yeah, um, I'm there to catch you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really appreciate that. I wouldn't have killed you, but I would have given you like a shatter my legs, injury. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Richard speaks up. And he says, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's staying in. So I guess. Break my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking do that Snap. one Stephen King movie to me. Ooh. <laughs> misery. Yeah, misery. misery. That's a good one. Um, the uh, Richard comes up and you see that the Council of Five is standing, is sitting like at the front. And um, Rosenberg and Grimm are kind of flanking them on either side. Richard... Uh, stands up and like 
you know, limps over to the center of, like, the room because the commons have been kind of moved to form a circle and places a box. And uh, Grim hands everyone pieces of paper. Uh, Richard says, We, um... We will, uh... We'll do it this way. We'll... It'll be unanimous. And we need a majority vote, whether that is one or ten in either direction. And it won't be an instant change if it is four. We will slowly put our fielders out. Is everyone alright with that? Over the next few weeks, we will reestablish contact. Starting with Milwaukee. That is our closest location. They are the head of the Midwest now. Yeah. And then we will go from there to the East Coast, which is the treehouse. And you see him go pale. He's like, where my daughter is? And (laughs) then um, the West Coast, which, if you guys didn't know, the West Coast is ran by uh, three cities that kind of like take Mm -hmm. turns running the area. The Tri-City HQs, uh, San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose, uh, will connect with them, and it will establish our location to the whole. And then we'll have some decisions to make uh, on whether we will become the ways of the old or become the ways of the new. But that is for a different discussion. Let us all place our votes now. And you see everyone begin, you know, writing, you know, yes or no on each paper, mm-hmm. uh, or for and against on each paper. Um, and Grim comes over and does the tally for everything. There is 12 for and 13 against. And that's before you got your guys' thing. Uh, I base that off of each NPC, uh, what they would be for or against. A lot of the newer people were for it. Yeah, it makes sense. A lot of the older people weren't, obviously. Um, Mavis. Four. Hell yeah. Kick those doors open. <laughs> Wesley. Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you see Grim dramatically counts them out. Uh, and slowly but surely, four wins by two points by like about I think that's about like 51 or 52 percent majority Woot. Um, and you see a lot of people are scared uh, Sarah immediately like gets up and leaves like not leaves the HQ but just like <laughs> leaves the area uh, Richard seems stressed but uh, you see that in, if any of the people who voted no they all seem to be this is what they agreed on and everyone seems accepting. Uh, some of them are a little nervous, which I don't know if you guys aren't nervous. So I don't understand the consequences <laughs> oh, of I'm my I'm terrified. Actions. <laughs> I'm terrified, but hey, man, it needs to happen. Wesley's optimistic. Everything will be fine. Richard says, I see we have a lot of positivity here, and that is good. We will follow through with this decision and take the necessary steps. In a few weeks, we will make contact with Milwaukee. Starting with the transfer of the poor souls in the cube. So, be weary. This will bring the eyes of not only SAVE, but the government and other organizations that might not have the best intentions. You see Rosenberg huffs, and he says, Yes, there are cultists that we might have to deal with. I love cultists. They worship them. They worship the unknown. Say it is uh, the next evolution for humanity. Oh, wrong cultists. Yeah. Yes. And then there's other organizations that go about things a little bit more... You hear uh, he gets cut off by uh, Naomi. Corporate. A little bit more brutal. Mm. More of a scorched earth approach. 
than a surgical cut, as save is. Wesley raises his hand up. She nods at you. Oh, uh, yeah. So does this mean I'm going to have to wear a suit and tie now? No. Oh, okay. Save, no matter how big it gets, tries to remain. It's not. uh, We still try to keep the information away from the public because our job is not only to protect them, but to make sure they can live normal lives. Gotcha. Man, I was hoping this kind of be like a Men in Black situation, too. Nort realizes that he based a lot of the save history <laughs> off of Men in Black. <laughs> and their whole thing is they make so people can live normal lives with aliens everywhere. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about Men in Black. If we get <laughs> if we get 100 Patreons, Nort will do a Men in Black style tabletop RPG one shot. <laughs> can we just transition this into so you finally watched? <laughs> we just did Men in Black. It's not. It won't be out for a while, but it's like a two hour episode. I don't know why. <laughs> um, Looking for a new D&D podcast? Well, look no further. The Encounter Table is a D&D 5e comedy podcast about four unfortunate teens taken by an evil dark wizard and thrown into his own sick and twisted game of Dungeons and Dragons. New episodes come out every other Wednesday. But that's enough of me, though. Let's meet the cast and characters. Jordan Make as Clarissa Coldshore. I think we should do a team vote. Who thinks we should go get potions? Raise your hand. Verbally. Verbally raise your hand. <laughs> Luke Godfrey as Scott Travis. Yeah, be scared, bitch! Fuck, my voice just cracked so hard. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Fucking hell. America's DM, Mike Galato. Dex is like petting Who just fucking shit their pants I swear. Guys, I... I, I Who was that? I, I, need to, I need to run off real quick. I'll be right back. No way. Did Otto actually just shit himself on record? Joe LaJoyce is Preston Adeline. I feel like I could die. (laughs) (laughs) And myself, Brandon Hall, as Dex Turner. We'll see you soon over at the encounter table. This one goes out to my stepson. Uh, We've been in the same vagina under different (laughs) circumstances. So uh, here it goes. Yeah, I even took Jay Smith's Jay Smith's and Maria Lopez's votes. Wow, nice. Which they are up and moving, by the way. Okay, good. They are completely recovered. I mean, as much as he can be. I think. Wasn't one of them missing their legs? I think so. Jay was right. Jay. Jay has is in like a wheelchair, but Jay got fucked up. Maria is missing her talk. <laughs> and her teeth. Oh, I shall gummy. Well, so they are there. Um, I, I feel lots better now. Do you? Is that yeah. a lot of weight on your lot, chest? A lot of things that I don't understand. What's going to happen? More people is good, though. Yeah, I can convince more people to come down to my shop, buy stuff. I can get you a suit, Wesley. Okay. I mean, if I don't have to, I guess I. Yeah, my track suits are nice. Uh, you um, you feel like someone standing next to you when you're saying, <laughs> and it's woo. Oh. And he says, well, I guess he writes, because yeah. you don't know, uh, not everyone knows ASL. He goes, uh, he writes, he says, well, I thought it'd be a good decision. Maybe they, more resources could help with our courses. You're right. That is a good idea. And I'd wish Perhaps. to speak again. I look around nervously at everyone. <laughs> you see no one judging you for your curse, but you think everyone is. <laughs> of course I do. Also, we can't see what he's writing, so <laughs> we don't know. Unless he's holding up, like, a whiteboard. Dude, my favorite bit, one of my favorite bits in that hotel rerun case is when Ranson finds Wu, and he talks, and Ranson's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, he had a deep voice, and Ranson's like, you have a deep voice, too? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to kill a guy with some wine. <laughs> uh, Where's Charles? <laughs> 
he's there. Cool. Can I talk he to you? He looks pissed that you guys made this decision, but... <laughs> can I talk to you? You want to talk to him? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you can come up to him. He looks like he's packing up to leave, so... Hello. Like, not leave, like, he's just, like, going yeah. out to do something. Uh, you say hello? Yeah. You see, he kind of jumps. So you snuck up on him, which is oh, weird. Are you okay? Just, Are you good? Like, it's been... Oh, well, I've been better, that's for sure. Don't worry about me there, love. I got it. Sure. I mean, I know opening the HQ was, like, a really hard decision, and I, I didn't really want to, but I didn't... I can't see any other way. Well, I mean, it's it's not all bad. I mean, I'll get more contacts, and I'll get more of my things I need to get done. But it does bring other consequences. But, but you know. you know, more eyes in safe just means more eyes keep out, you know, looking for my parents. Yes, we need to look for your parents. I've been working on that. It is a rough. It is rough to find. You know, I did find them a couple times. They're here. They're somewhere. Yes. Well, the issue is, is they're surrounded by vampires, aren't they? Yes. What are the worst to be surrounded by, to be honest? Because at least the other monsters will kill them, and we could at least, you know, put that to bed. I don't want them to be dead, and I'm we're going to save them. I don't want you to worry about that. But uh, the vampire that has them is powerful. Yeah. I feel like too many monsters know who I am. Well, you can thank your father for that one. Probably, yeah. He always had a loud mouth. <laughs> it sounds almost unkind, man. Well, he's like a brother to me. And what do brothers do? I never had a brother, so Squabble. I don't know. Squabble. But there's love. There's love. You see him, he trails off a little bit. Well, you have fun wherever you're going. Yeah. Uh, be safe, alright? I don't want you... You know, don't get yourself... any trouble. Don't do anything I would do. Or anything I wouldn't. Oh, I'm always safe. Yes. Your mother made sure of that, didn't she? I guess... Do you know there's, a like, a spell on my house? <laughs> I found that out recently. I There was a werewolf in my house. Oh. Don't tell anybody that. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, yes, your, your parents were great uh, practices of the art. I, myself, have never been able to, but... Yeah, same. Yes. Maybe I'll learn one day, though. I thought so too. But I have allowed on my wit and my knowledge, and I have been just fine. Now, uh, is there anything else I can help you with? No. Alright. You see, he pulls out, um, like a, a, a really nice, like, fancy, like, custom Beretta, places it in his, uh, like a, like, shoulder sleeve he has under his jacket, and walks out. Who do we want to start with the, like, leveling up? I mean, I mentioned mine, yeah. so we can just we'll, we'll do just kind of segue into that. Okay, so let's say let's say just like a day pass, just to like let tensions uh, uh, lower, um, and everyone is at the HQ except Charles. Mm. That you're so like, he's the only person I'm gonna be like. You're gonna may not maybe not be able to get any. Oh man, training you don't want him. me to talk to him again. It's not that. <laughs> He literally said he is going to do something, and sometimes that something takes days. So, Raph, where can we find you in the HQ right now? Oh my gosh, I actually want to roll on the. I want to roll on the table. Can I roll on the table? Yeah, to see uh, what NPC we get. We have it. You might. I might always use it. There's one person that if you get, I'm gonna make you do. I, I'm 100 ready for it. And he will be the best person for this. Uh -huh. Like legitly. <laughs> I just don't want to force myself to do that. <laughs> 70. Oh, that's Roman. That is Roman. <sighs> He's a good one too, though. He's not naive. <laughs> no. So you, do, you want to, do you want to do to Roman? Or do you yeah, want to... I, think, I think we'll do Roman. I think we'll okay. Oh, uh, yeah. You find Roman. He is uh, coming out of the shower. He just had a workout. 
Um, and he is he's shirtless and he and he has like put his pants on and everything. Uh, you see him just doing some extra drying like on his chest and stuff. He has a lot of scars he's got to dry out. Um, and you walk up and he you notice that he has tons of bullet wounds and like his back is just like covered in like lacerations from like what you can imagine is a whip. Like you've never seen them firsthand, but yeah, they're deep. They're deep and long. And oh. you see him you know kind of like rubbing lotion on all of them <laughs> man you've you've really been through some stuff there uh roman ah hello raf ah yes um i have uh been tested by god a lot <laughs> as they say i mean that is what raz and uh, abraham say but you know i say god's a dick then <laughs> oh, i say you you believe in a, you believe in god i mean i believe something's up there i mean well okay not necessarily uh it doesn't matter, really. I don't really think about it, to be honest with There's you. just somebody somebody looking out for us. Uh, either I mean, I'm kind of in the middle. I don't really give a shit either way. If there is someone, I'm going to punch them. If there's not someone, that makes a lot of sense. Hmm. It's kind of middle of the road there. It's one of the few things I am middle of road on, yes. Oh. I mean, that's kind of an interesting way to look at it, I guess. I. I don't know. It might be better. I feel like thinking about everything now just coming into this I wanted to help myself and I don't know we really messed up on this case really really makes you think Mm, you mean the uh, gentleman you accidentally had killed yeah yeah you know at first I didn't feel that bad about it but then I I realized that uh, you know through our actions we we got him killed it's kind of shitty well a little bit with every action, uh, his consequences, good or bad. So, if you had left him, maybe he would have been killed by a monster anyway. Yeah, they probably would have taken his legs. But, but uh, I mean, uh-huh. it is good that you uh, feel like you give little shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's weird. That may, yeah, that is called empathy. Empathy. Yes, I've heard of that before. It took yeah. me about seventeen years. Um, I was about seventeen or eighteen. Um, I kind of like it kind of hit me after I uh, broke skull a father of five with bare hands for um, uh, disobeying government uh, speaking out against government uh, and as I uh, you know crushed his face um, I felt something inside me uh, switch on oh and I realized that uh, this isn't good I shouldn't this shouldn't be something that I feel alright about but that I was born in it. They trained me to be this. Yeah, crush the skulls of your enemies. What does big man else do? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I mean, I can't do that. If I, was I a don't big wish man, you I, will. I crush skulls. But now I use strength to protect others. I mean, that, that makes sense. I just I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that strong. Yeah. How do I protect people? With your words, my friend. Mm. The way I've listened and watched you converse with people, you convinced Dean to do a bunch of your paperwork you did not wish to do. Oh, yeah, that was boring. I didn't want to do that. And not only did he do it, you didn't result to intimidation. He enjoyed it. Well, that's good to know. I'm going to make sure I pop back in and tell him thank you. Uh, Yes. So... You know, and uh, it does take some time to break uh, the naivety of things. I didn't know uh, there was creatures until I spent some time in Tokyo. Tokyo? I, I, I gotta need to get out more. You've been all over. It wasn't my choice, my friend. I do miss the motherland, but it was first stop out of country. Hmm. Was Tokyo, and I spent a few years there. With a gentleman who took me in. Okay. Alright. Yes. And you see, like, on his, um, on, like, part of his chest, like, he has, like, the other, like, sword and sickle. He has, like, a little, like, cowboy bebop tattoo. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Spike. <laughs> Roman is the one I have interacted with the most as Raph, I feel like. Uh-huh. I don't even know why. <laughs> I love it. He's so good. It is great. Uh, and he, like, places a shirt on as he's talking to you. He finishes up his, like, 
skincare. Okay. He says, uh, what is this conversation really about, my friend? I think maybe just being a better me. Maybe. Well, when you're at your worst, when you've made the worst mistakes, the only way you can go is up. Hmm. I yeah. feel I will never atone for the sins I have committed, but you're damn wrong if I'm going to go out without helping as many as I can. Yeah, kind of like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, trauma does wonderful things sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he puts like a big meaty hand on your shoulder and like gives you a squeeze that's like hurts a little, but yeah. you know he's not doing it on purpose. Okay. Okay. All right. I also lied a little bit. Not okay. Calm down. Not in. Not to Roman. I would never write a lie to Roman that much. Okay. Uh, I I don't want to. I don't want to save the other point. So I'm actually going to take hopeful as well. Oh, I okay. feel like that wraps up. Yeah. Both so of those nicely. So you're getting rid of naive. Yep. I'm getting rid of naive and taking hopeful. Okay. Because naive was three points, right? Um, naive was. I had it at the four. It was four points. So yeah, okay. it's, it was really, it was really messing with me, Nor. <laughs> <laughs> like really, really bad. <laughs> uh, and I feel like that that that's a good character growth. Like I mean, I don't think Raph really thought about how people felt. Yeah. Until he's seen I mean, the direct consequences in that way, anyway. Um, um, hopeful it also fits into this really well. Um, it takes horror resolve checks and gives me a plus 15 to the number. So okay. Nice little, nice little beef, beefy bonus. Okay. That works for me. And that was yeah. all of your points, correct? And that was all of my points. Yeah. Yep. Cause you had one extra. So you I had did. Five. Yep. I had five. Okay. Um, I guess we can do Mavis next. Cool. All right. So Mavis is going to upgrade focus as well as steel bane. So some gun training, some okay, focusing. Um, for uh, steel bane, uh, let's see. The people you can train with is uh, Wu, Mary or Jay, um, Jose. Oh, and Naomi. Jose's the one with the other gun, right? Draz? Yes. Hmm? Yes, he is the one with Mercy. He doesn't. He doesn't like you. Very no, much. He, no likes he, you. he does like you. He does like you. He's just. He just wants you to give him the gun. There's like I a, want him to give me the gun. It's like a weird, like Gollum, Hobbit thing you going on. Just, between you guys. I know. You should just get the gun. <laughs> give me the gun. <laughs> Who you want to train with? No, I'll train with Jay. Jay. Yeah. Okay. Um, he and I have rapport. It's been like <laughs> several five years. years yeah. Um. Yeah. You find Jay. He is. Um, he has been practicing a lot with the wheelchair and, you know, mastering it. Easily mastered it. Uh, Grim seemed to be worried that he would suffer um, a lot of sadness from his legs being missing, which he did at first. Um, but he has grown to um, accept it in a positive way and has been just, like, feverishly working out his upper body at the gym. Gained about 90% of the muscle he had lost during the muscle atrophy that was caused due to be hanging for extended amounts of time. Um, and you find him, uh, he is in the gun area, like not the armory, but like the station outside of the gun range. Cause it's in like its own protective, like soundproof area. And he is, um, cleaning cause there's, there's tons of accessibility all over the base already, um, for him, uh, being that there's no stairs anywhere. Right. Um, well, there isn't the, the the main entrance, but there is that side entrance that is a tunnel. Um, he is in that area. He is cleaning a couple of his handguns, um, and that's where you find him. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember what he looks like, I do. but he was about like a, a six foot tall mm -hmm. um, white man. He had like a shave, like military style haircut. Um, he always wore like a men in black style Predator two sunglasses like Ray-Bans and his specialty was a uh, light machine gun so military weapons but he was uh, I don't remember what rank I gave him but he was like um, in the army like he was a pretty uh, high ranking in like 
I think it was the Navy SEALs, actually. He was high-ranking in the Navy SEALs. Um, so uh, he has tons of gun training and gun safety. and uh, You find him there uh, just cleaning and doing some maintenance. All right. Welcome to the gun place. Okay. All right. Hi. He, he looks over to you and he says, Hello. What's up? Looks to the guns. He says, I am cleaning the guns. Nice. Yes. Do you get to shoot them very often anymore? You see, he gives a soft smile. Of course. Right, because, like, your arms are still cool. Yes, my arms are still cool, Mavis. <laughs> Is there something I can help you with? Well, I, you know, I'm pretty cool with the bow, but, like, the bow doesn't ha- really have, like, a kickback the way a gun does, so I'm just trying to, like, you know, get myself super familiar with the gun. I've been lo- using it more often lately. So, do you have any, like, advice, I guess? Yes. Okay. And he uh, gestures to, like, go into the range. So, like, you grab the, like, protective ear ear headsets or whatever they are, like the earmuff things, and uh, he follows you in, and um, again, he can't shoot the gun, so, like, you have to show him. So he has you just fire a couple shots, um, and then he goes, he, he has, like, an epiphany, and he leaves... And he comes back in like five minutes with, because um, the gun is kind of like a like 1980s like revolver. I don't know gun types, but it was would be like a 1980s um, like model of like a revolver by one of the American companies. So he he grabs basically the exact model it is, but obviously yours is like has runes and stuff on it and shit. Um, and he comes and then he fires it a couple times just to kind of get acclimated with it again. And he says, "Yes, uh, the draw." That is the issue with revolvers, is the drawback, uh, the kickbacks a lot, a little bit, but the stopping power is what is nice, and, uh, obviously reloading it is an issue, but it doesn't seem like that requires it. No, I've never reloaded this once. Mm, wait, he looks at it. Is that Draz's gun? No, it's my gun. Mm. Draz has my other gun. Ah, so Sealbane has found a new owner. Interesting. It shows an Osterling, though, huh? Uh, you say that like it's a negative thing. I don't say many things as if it's a negative thing. You say like he he looks at you like he said a joke, but his voice is so monotone that you're not <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know why she just looked over at me, though. I thought <laughs> you were did. listening to something. Oh, I thought I heard a dog. Um, I know they did magic, but like I don't do that. Your mother used handguns but your father didn't feel as if it was necessary Hmm. he had the training of course but he never really resorted to it unless it was dire circumstances because I mean we all have basic training at save with you know the basic knowledge of like how to like shoot it right right so yeah I know yes I can show you a few things and he spends about an hour um, like showing you like the proper stances and how to hold it a little better, um, some like some like sick tricks that this old like military guy knows. I guess he's old. He's like in his forties, so he's not old. This like older. Um, I guess he's like for a military guy, right? I don't know. <laughs> what am I trying to say? I don't know. I was thinking. Yeah. What, what a fucking adjective am I trying to describe? I don't this man? know. <laughs> he's seasoned. Uh, this seasoned military veteran um, is. Showing you some, like, tips and tricks that, you know, like, he learned in some of his platoons and all of that stuff. And, yeah, you can, you bumping it to beginner to expert, correct? Yes. Um, which was already pretty high, so I know that makes it even higher. Yes, it does. It puts me at a 105 for Steelbane. <laughs> it's hard for Mavis to pick up on it, but even Mavis picks up on that. Like, you have, like, you've made his fucking, like, weak. Because, like, not people aren't, like, nervous to talk to him. But it's like people like feel bad, so they don't know how to approach him directly. And you just didn't even think about it. You just fucking ran up, and you're like, "This is just some guy I know." 
which is exactly how people who have, you know, those kinds of disabilities want is like, just, just talk to me. I don't, right. You know. All right. So cool chatting with you. I know the last two times we've interacted with each other have been in extremely negative circumstances. So it is, you know, yes. one, probably the worst thing that happened to me. And the second being the worst thing that happened to you. So I'm glad we did something positive together. Yes, of course. Thank you, Mavis. And he uh, kind of heads away from you. Cobain. And uh, when you're walking back, you see him. He is like off his wheelchair and like lounging on one of the couches. Um watching like Wrestlemania or something <laughs> <laughs> with Dean I don't know <laughs> and Rosa Rosa loves wrestling <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> but okay so that's that and your focus is like you want to make your brain smart yeah okay so who do you want to go to make your brain smart hmm who should I go to make my brain smart okay uh there is Dr. Dax, Dr. Morris, Dr. Stephen, Dr. Yanov. Let's do Dr. Daisy. You find Daisy. She is in the library. Uh, you know her her past obsession for about the past two days is learning just about as much as she can about like the historical importance of the art. Um, and because uh, she's recently found out that she has these powers. Um, that she's always kind of had, but just thought that, like, everyone had. <laughs> mm. Makes sense. And you, you, you hear her before you see her. Uh, she is standing on top of one of the bookshelves. Uh, like, trying to reach, like, something on the ceiling. Because the ceiling's kind of dark. Like, you can't really see up. Um, and uh, she, like, you you, sign, you shine your flashlight up there. And as as you do that, she's like... I can't believe there's something fucking up here. What the fuck's going on? Holy shit. And you look up, there's a bookshelf that's like bolted to the ceiling that has books in it that aren't falling down. <laughs> All right. How did and, I not know that existed? And she grabs one and she's like, this is just fucking porn. And she throws it. <laughs> and then she sees you because like, you shine the light in her eyes. She's like, Jesus fucking Christ. How Mavis. Yes? And then she just, like, jumps off the nine-foot bookshelf onto the ground. What's up? She's like, oh, fuck. Oh, why'd I do that? She, like, readjusts the goggles on her head. And I don't know if you... Do you remember what she looks like? Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you? Maybe I should describe, describe the Describe her again. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Always do the descriptions. Uh, she is about, like, five foot... Like, four foot nine... Uh, has like a lot of like she has like pale skin uh, very like British features um, she has like these like steampunky old school goggles on her fo- on her hair on her head um, her her like vibrant red hair goes down to about her shoulders um, and uh, she seems to wear a lot of like electric insulated like like suits basically um, like like almost like jumpsuits but like over it like over it she always wears like a pair of like these like brown overalls um and she just always has like tools and like weird gadgets attached to her and she's like almost always covered in like like oil smudges and like electric runoff or whatever it's called and uh that's what you said she always has like this like strong smell of like burnt wires i see you found the porn section I think Pico's dad put that up there or something. Probably. How can I help you? Uh, what you got going on? Did you ever figure that TV out? Did I figure the TV out? Yes. Oh, yes, I did. Cool. So. Yes, it was lovely. I put it back together, and then now it could get to everything. <laughs> if, you, if you want, um... You know, uh, sports from the UK uh, or restricted HBO porn channels. We got them. I don't want either of those. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm... UK's kind of boring. and <laughs> Really? 
Sorry. Uh, Charles tells fucking me about Yankee. it, and it's it's you weird. Fucking Yankee. I I was born here, so I, I don't take offense to that. <laughs> All right. What can I help you with, Mavis? Sure. Uh, are you up for blindfold dance dance revolution? Blindfold dance dance revolution. Yeah, you memorize all the little steps, and then you blindfold yourself and you do it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I don't know what any of that means, but yes. You. We played dance. Did that was the dancing game where we stepped oh, on the. Yes. The jiggy wiggy game. <laughs> well, very British thing to say, man. I'm from the four the nineteen fourteens. What do you mean? Bloody hell. You know, you should give me more credit. I'm taking this all very well. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. But we're going to do it blindfolded this time. Like right. Jedi style. All right, let's go. And you guys head up. So you guys head to the... Um, you know, you go to the rec room, which is that room with, like, the billiards table and the the big giant tube TV that has since been replaced with, like, a big flat screen. Um the tube TV being given to Daisy to be deconstructed, which has already happened. Um, and there is like a Wii set up with a, the Dance Dance Revolution mat. Um, you guys could have had like an Xbox Series X or a PS5, but uh, specifically you requested the re version of the Dance Dance Revolution. Yes. Which you didn't say as a player, but I'm just taking as Christiana. That's oh, the yeah, one she would absolutely. want. <laughs> and. All right, so you do the blind dance. Why don't you describe to me what happens here? Because I have no idea what you're trying to do. So, yeah, Sure. I'm just trying to like remember every single step to the dances we do. So just listening to the music, memorizing the steps to the music. and uh, Yes, it is uh, to Fall Out Boy's Dance Dance. Oh, yeah. So. 150 Patreons. I will, rec- I will record... A cover of Dance Dance by Fall Out Boy <laughs> with, with Brandon from the encounter table. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> how about how about one? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say seventy-five. Okay. <laughs> Brandon, I got a thing I need to ask you for. <laughs> Please. I mean, you're gonna need some auto-tune though, dog. Can you get that for me? <laughs> All right, yeah, and you guys do it. Uh, Daisy doesn't do very good. Um, not at memorizing it. She's memorized it all, um, but she's having trouble just like grasping the pad itself. Sure. Um, so after a couple songs, she does start, you know, keeping pace with you. And what was what were you trying to do with this? I was <laughs> upping my focus. Like the thing you use to research stuff. I guess, yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll give it to you. You up, you upped your focus by playing Dance Dance Revolution. Hell yeah! <laughs> what did it go from? Uh, a forty-something to a fifty-five. I dumped like all of my points into it. Blindfold Dance Dance Revolution is really hard. Yeah, you draw a crowd. Let's see. Woo! Uh, Ginger, Doctor Yanov Shulkenstein. And uh, Draz are watching you do this, just like fable, in, fable NPC style. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you upgraded, sweetie? Yeah, th- those are the two things. Okay. Robert, what are you doing? And I think that's where we're going to end the regrouping stuff. Uh, we will tack on uh, the two point. We only have two points, so it's not going to be much, which they might not even spend. Uh, the two point uh, base upgrading stuff we do. Uh, on to the next case, um, which is called um, emotional damage, which I'm very proud of for some reason. Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking, did, uh, did you guys have fun? Yes, yeah. always. Yeah. I'm scared for the next one for a name with emotional damage. (laughs) (laughs) Whose emotions are we damaging? I don't know. Who's kind of been the focus of the case? I don't know. (laughs) Who has been? The focus of the season. I don't know. Is is there a focus? There is. I haven't seen it. (laughs) Being inside, I don't see it. 
beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> when are we playing again? <laughs> March 5th. Oh my God. I get to think about that until March 5th. Okay. Um, I'll have to listen back to every single episode. Right. Who is this focusing on? Please, gonna, I have to know. Start, we're going to start looking to every little thing. Wait a minute. He said is, this. Does that mean him? <laughs> is he joking right now or not? I can't tell. If you, uh, if you guys didn't notice, uh, I did cut this episode in two. Um, so the regrouping uh it's part one and part two whatever horror theme name i picked um and uh so like i know that's unorthodox but it's kind of ended that way (laughs) so whatever um uh well yeah i guess if you want to follow the show you can follow us on twitter at grim encounters you can follow uh, you know, you can join our Discord, which is Grim Encounters. Uh, there's tons of sections, like general sections. There's sections for um, Grim Encounters stuff and for the other shows that I'm a part of. Um, you can also, I also post new episodes there if you guys are on, aren't on Twitter anymore because of all the Twitter shit. Because um, it's a dying fucking app and it's full of bullshit now, even more than it was. So if you want to fucking hop into our Discord, I post more update updates there, honestly than I do for anything because that's where I know it's going to hit um, a good chunk of our listener base. Um, yeah, we do tons of fun stuff there. Um, there's a lot of really cool people there that I I like look forward to interacting with every time they post something. Um, we have like a music league you can join. It's uh, currently on round two or three now, um, but it's still it's ten rounds, so it's happy, it's fun to join and. You know, you win points, you vote for stuff, and you get to see everyone's music tastes. Which they all suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd be super helpful if you want to help the show. Um, join, uh, give, Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I, will, I, I do read off Apple Podcast reviews and talk about how cool and nice you are if you gave us five stars. Um, you can also state in the review that you want me to do like a specific voice that I do for a character, or if you even want like fucking Anna to read it, she'll do it. I will. Um, I think that's. Let's see. Uh, I have. We're part of the Encounter Co. Network. Um, you hear that at the beginning now. Uh, there will be some slight changes, like you probably saw in this episode. Uh, there was a ad for another show on the network. Um, we'll have those, and occasionally we'll have other ads for stuff. Um, but that's good. It'll help us get more listeners and all of that stuff. Go support those shows. They're awesome. I love all the other people involved. And uh, what else? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Me and Anna are part of a show called Reading Isn't for Kids, where we read and review children's chapter books and treat them like they're Pride and Prejudice. Um, sometimes we do comics there, too. It's a bi-weekly podcast that posts every other Saturday. It's really fun. Um, it's... You can watch me get mad at children for some reason. That's the bit I've decided on going with. Um, then uh, my other show with my friend Matthew, uh, it's a newer show where we have currently have two episodes. And what we do is we take a movie, we watch it, uh, we review it, we find fun facts, and then we discuss it on the podcast with spoilers. I discuss our initial feelings with it because what we do is like I will pick a show, pick a movie that the other hasn't seen. So like I haven't seen Harry Potter and he has, or like I haven't seen, uh, like I haven't seen um, fucking Clockwork Orange or I haven't seen this, and he hasn't seen like Fast and the Furious and Wayne's World and shit. So we take those and uh, we review them with spoilers and then talk about like how much it made, how much it lost, like all of that good stuff. It's really fun. Um, it gets randomly deep, of course, because it's me. So, if you want that, um, but I think that's it. You and uh, I know Anna and Shane. We've already talked what they do. Shane just does this, and Anna already talked about. Robert, do you want to talk about what you do? Yeah, I uh, stream over on Twitch at uh, Quiet or what's Twitch TV slash Quiet Spider. Uh, usually I'm on there Fridays, Saturday nights for sure. I have changed my day or my weekly one instead of Wednesdays. It's now Tuesdays, but who knows if it'll switch to another day. Just go follow me and then you'll see the notifications. It's perfect. I also posted in the discord too. So yes. Oh, and and no discord. You have to be 18 plus just letting you know if we, you join and you're not, we will unfortunately have to kick you, but you're welcome to come back when you turn 18. Uh, I know we don't have a ton of under 18 listeners, but I just want you to know I still respect you 
and I appreciate you listening and everything. I don't want you to think I, it's you know anything, any form of malice. Uh, it's simply just to protect everyone. I, I you know I don't want you know you okay. exposed to things that you shouldn't be, and I don't want you know opening it up to anything at all. Um, which you know it's a mature show, so that's how it is but i was listening to mature stuff when i was young i just whatever yeah. oh yeah. yeah i was i was there we were in the wild west of the internet well uh, before that yeah yeah you you're a little south, older than me south park when it very first aired i think i was in fifth sixth grade sixth grade yeah i was like a toddler so. yeah i was watching it yep but uh yeah so join do all that fun stuff yes Okay, well, I want you to go to the store, and I want you to buy a four-pack of variety-flavored sugar-free monster. I want you to place, place those monsters in a circle. I want you to draw that circle using your blood and eye matter. Stay with me. Then I want you to chant... 300 times. And then spawning in the circle is a scary goth person. And they'll give you three forehead kisses and leave. Stay spooked out there. Uh. Restart the question, please. Don't pause. I am in it now. <laughs> I will stop talking to you if you don't, if you do this to me again. <laughs>